The views and opinions expressed are based on current economic and market conditions and are subject to change. All investing involves risk, including the potential for loss of principal. Program guests and Craig Roberts not affiliated with Proxy Freedom. Information provided for illustrative purposes only does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information obtained from sources deemed reliable, but accuracy and completeness not guaranteed. Proxy Freedom has no liability for information discussed. Consult with qualified investment, tax, or legal professional prior to taking action. Securities and advisory services offered through United Planners Financial Services. Member FINRA, SIPC, Proxy Freedom, and United Planners Financial Services are not affiliated. Welcome to Don't Invest and Forget, a weekly financial news magazine designed to educate and equip you with the roadmap and direction you need to manage your money, meet your financial goals, and instill confidence in your investment choices on the road to retirement. Your host is author, radio commentator, and investment advisor, Pat Fatucci of Proxy Freedom. With over 30 years experience in the world of finance and investment planning, Pat specializes in personal and corporate investment management with special emphasis on retirement planning. Well, an amazing new study out that tells much about the attitude of Americans when it comes to not just retirement planning, but attitudes concerning how much money do we have, when do we start saving, and will it last as we make our way through retirement? And Pat, this new survey done by Franklin Templeton really unveils some critical issues that every American needs to be thinking of in relationship to retirement. For example... The study found that six out of 10 retirees say their retirement was somewhat or very unexpected. 51% have never tried to determine their current retirement savings or how long they'll last. 39% say they don't think it'll last 20 years. And 13% of Americans don't even know how much savings they have at all. Wow. Craig, it's been called the most stressful day of your life, the day you decide to retire and you pull the plug from that wonderful check you've been receiving for probably 40 years or so. And so why would it be the most stressful day? My gosh, you're just dreaming of sailing and playing golf and going hiking and going to Hawaii. I mean, life is good, right? Well, because of the very reasons you just mentioned, people's uncertainty, lack of confidence, lack of drilling down and really studying the numbers, crunching those numbers to say, okay, here's what I'm going to be able to afford. Here's what I could do. Here's what I can't do. What are your expectations for retirement? Probably the biggest thing is six out of 10, as you just mentioned, retire unexpectedly because the corporation they were working for said, wait a minute, if we get rid of all these old guys and gals, we can reduce our payroll fairly significantly. Yeah, we'll give them a year's severance or whatever the issue is. Suddenly you become a target for right-sizing, as it is called in the corporate world. In your personal life, it's called getting fired. You're getting fired because you're making too darn much money. You're a drag on the bottom line. And after all, corporations have an obligation to shareholders first, employees second. When did that shift? Gosh, in my folks' days, the obligation was to employees first and shareholders second. Not so in these days. And so the cold hard facts is, as you're making that giant income because you've been so dutifully loyal to that company for all those years, sorry, guys, your loyalty was appreciated, but no longer appreciated starting tomorrow. So we're going to downsize, right-size, and replace you with a couple 30-year-olds that are going to cost a fraction of what they're costing. And oh, by the way, they're not going to file medical claims like you've been, Mr. Old Guy or Mrs. Old Gal, and you're driving up our premium. So that's costing you us a lot of money too. So 
we're really right sizing because you know the company really needs to get in line with the payroll numbers. BS. They're getting rid of you because you are a drag on the bottom line. Have a good retirement. See ya. Bye. What do you do now? You unexpectedly downsized, or God forbid you have health reasons, and the doctor says your job is too stressful. You got to get out now before it kills you. I've seen that too many times also. All those things are considered to be unconventional thinking when it comes to what you thought was your lead up to your glorious day of retirement. So now what do you do? Now you said, geez, if I only had five more years, I would have been able to be in pretty good shape to retire on. But nope, I'm stuck with what I got. I'm not really employable. Yeah, I can get a job at $12 an hour somewhere, but that wasn't in my plan. Now you got 30 years of retirement to fund. How are you going to fund that? Are you going to outlive your money? Are you going to live in your children's fourth bedroom? Not your ideal thinking in terms of days of retiring. Actually, the 55%, Greg, of Americans work during retirement. Maybe that's because they like to be involved or maybe it's because of the money. I don't know for sure. Sometimes you stay in the area of your expertise and you become a consultant and that's cool. You work for a month or two and you take a month or two off. That's not a bad life. But if you have to go to Home Depot five days a week to make ends meet, it's admirable that you're willing to do that to support your family, but that may not have been in your plans. It's all about what are your retirement numbers. There's been books written with hundreds of pages of reading to drive what your numbers look like. The alternative to that is come into any of our Bay Area offices, and after about an hour or so, we're going to give you a real succinct number of what your numbers are. We're going to accumulate all your savings and all your retirement income and in very short order say, here's the kind of shape you're in. And yes, you've got 70% or more of your working income in retirement. You are eligible. Go in tomorrow and say, thanks, boss. I'm leaving. You make the decision rather than the world making a decision for you. Yeah, I think what's really disquieting about aspects of this new survey, and you've just touched on a key one, it's it's a dilemma, it's a dichotomy, and that is that while 59% of working Americans are very or extremely concerned, Pat, about outliving their retirement needs, here's the shocker. 74% have never calculated their monthly retirement income needs. And so that's really what you're talking about here is you need to look at both columns, both what the income is going to be like and what the income needs will be like, and then see whether or not one really fits in or justifies the other in terms of timing. When you retire, how much you're able to take out of Social Security and what your overall nest egg looks like for your personal component of your retirement dollars at retirement. You know, so many people think, well, I don't have a big enough pile of money. It's not so much what the pile of money looks like. It's what can the pile of money create in terms of cash flow. It's all about sustainable income over the long haul and being ultra conservative in the performance expectations. So many times we get calls from this show or we get people coming in and saying, well, I'm going to get 10% on my money and 10% of this number is a pretty good number. I said, no, not going to happen. So we create ultra conservative numbers. We always want to try and surprise on the upside. If you're starting to eat into your principal in the first couple, three, five, 10 years of your retirement, not a good idea. Again, you or your spouse, if you're married, are probably going to live to age 92. One of the two, it may be both. So what do you do for the last 10 or 15 years? If you keep taking 10% out, your 10% runs out pretty darn quickly. And so 
It's all about not outliving your money. One of the aspects of those needs, as you began to point out, is understanding the difference between cash pile and cash flow. A key component, I would imagine, to the cash flow side is Social Security. But how many people think of Social Security in terms of a strategy or they just kind of say, okay, I'm eligible. Let me go down to the Social Security office and sign up. It's a very cavalier attitude about the whole Social Security question. There are actually 567 choices. Wow. How to take, when to take, what age is the optimal age to take Social Security for you. And we're all a little different and our unique differences clearly dictate when to take it and if there's a difference in age between you and your spouse, how do you work favorably for you? A lot of issues to think about. And then sprinkle in high medical premiums, despite what the politicians have told us, it ain't free. It's gotten a lot more expensive. And by the way, you got to pay for that medical with after-tax dollars, which just further exacerbates the pain of factoring that into your retirement budget. So medical premium, while 10 years ago it was a very insignificant item, in just 10 short years, Craig, it is a big chunk of your after-tax income. So how does your spending affect this? And is it going to decrease your ability to take that trip to Europe or to New York City or to Hawaii, whatever your plans are. I had a client recently say he goes to Alaska twice a year fishing and he loves it. But he says, you know, it's getting kind of expensive. But fortunately, he has budgeted for those trips and he, you know, he leads a very conservative lifestyle and he's very much in control and understands his numbers. That's the key, I think, is understanding your specific numbers, set your expectations, and understand what your numbers can translate into a lifestyle in retirement. When we hear things, Pat, like 39% of would-be retirees don't even know how much Social Security will pay out, that's got to be pretty disquieting. And another another aspect that was revealed by this survey, 59% of retirees say that they took Social Security before full retirement age. Only 16% began at full retirement and only 7% delayed it until after full retirement age. Now, when you look at those numbers, what kind of a story does that tell you? It's a kind of a knee-jerk decision and there's not a lot of reflection on how that affects the rest of your life. And by the way, it's irrevocable. In almost every case, you cannot go back and change your mind. The average check for Social Security is $1,224, Craig. So we're not talking about a lot of money. Now, those who have made a whole lot more money are going to be in the more than double that, $25, $2,900. So how does that affect your cash flow? And then when you compute IRA, 401k or savings or rental income, it's a matter of consolidating all those dollars, looking at your expenses in a very careful and studious way and creating what we call a pro forma budget. We look at the numbers and we say, okay, here's your budget. Here's what it's going to cost you to retire. You have a mortgage or don't have a mortgage or your car payment, your cell phone payment, your food expenses. And then we put a pencil to it and it becomes pretty crystal clear. If you've got 70 plus percent of your income that you were making in retirement, the magic begins. You are now eligible to go in tomorrow and say, boss, thanks very much. See ya. I'm going fishing. Or you got to wait another couple, three, five, seven years. It depends on what those numbers intimate. And are you moving towards those numbers? That's the key thing. Are you, are you able to max out your plan at work? Are you gaining ground or are you losing ground? 
And that's the kind of trend analysis that we can create to give you a pretty crystal clear idea of level of preparedness. That's probably the most common call we get, Craig, from this show for 20 plus years. Here's my stuff. What can I do to retire? And am I eligible or do I have to work more? And in many cases, I'm able to give some people some really pretty favorable conclusions. And trust me, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to give cold, crude numbers. If the numbers don't scream out, you're okay. I'm in the unenviable position of telling them that. And it does make me popular. I do get to sleep at night and not intimate that I'm sending people in the wrong in the wrong direction. Well, and hopefully at the end of the day, it goes a long ways towards helping others get to sleep at night as well. That sleep factor, Pat, as you often talk about, is key. And And as you point out, retirement is something that I think certainly all of us that have been in the working world for any length of time look forward to. And yet we will spend more time planning a vacation or planning a get together at our house than we will planning for retirement. And yet it oftentimes represents fully 30, 35% of our entire life. Some Americans, as you often remind us, could live 20, 30, 40 years into retirement, depending upon, of course, how soon they take their retirement. And, and with all of that, the choices that need to be made moving toward retirement are key. You mentioned 500 choices within Social Security. One of the big choices is not that you're eligible, but when it makes sense to take Social Security. And and when you take it can mean the difference between a paltry sum or pretty princely sum coming in, can't it? Yeah, you're right. And you know what? It's much more fun planning a vacation. It's a whole lot less stress than planning on looking at prospectuses and look at your 401k and pulling out all those statements. That's no fun. I mean, that you know, I'd rather plan on looking at pictures of me sitting on a beach or me going, having a uh, a gelato in, in a little Italian uh, place. That's fun, Craig. Come on, let's not ruin the fun here. The reality of it is somebody's got to do that ugly work. And if you don't initiate it, it doesn't get initiated. It sits around and um, it's that festering issue that you keep wanting to ignore. You know, you got to face the music one way or the other. And it's better to know than not to know. And we always encourage our, our listeners to be educated, be, be warned. And you have enough time, you can make adjustments so that when you are going to ultimately retire, you are in a much more favorable position. Toward that end, Pat, retirement planning can be difficult, it can be complicated, it can be involved. That's why seeking out the advice of somebody who has experience in this that can come alongside you, make sure that you're not only asking the right questions, but that the answers are making sense. There's no one-size-fits-all strategy when it comes to investing for longevity. It simply depends on a person's individual time horizon, tolerance for risk, and whether or not you've done your homework. One way to start today is by taking advantage of that complimentary financial health and retirement plan review. Never any cost or obligation to sit down, figure out what will your expenses look like, what will your income look like, when and how should you take Social Security? Help you answer all those questions so that when you do reach retirement, it does feel a lot more like the vacation that Pat spoke of. You can schedule the appointment online conveniently. Simply log on to don'tinvestandforget.com. Don'tinvestandforget.com. That's don'tinvestandforget.com. A front-page article in the San Francisco Chronicle just last week carried yet again another story about the disintegration of Social Security. And, Pat, 
as much as this seems to be perhaps just yet again another story about the economy, the reality is the events taking place around us can really have a significant impact on the quality of our own life if we really don't start paying some attention. Craig, this is one of the stories that uh, the Wall Street story actually has hit Main Street in a big, big way, hitting uh, mom and pop on Maple Street. So we've got to look at what are the impacts of these issues on your specific family, whether it's your income, whether it's your decision to retire, or whether it's your decision to postpone retirement. All these issues now become formidable challenges that need to be addressed. And and sometimes it's a good idea to bounce some of those ideas off an objective person. You know, many times you can bring your brother-in-law in, your sister-in-law in, or some family member, even a friend, and you get kind of a biased view many, many cases because there's some emotion there, whether there's some love there or between friendships or maybe even some kind of animosity, something that happened 20 years ago. You tend to get a little bit of a tainted view and the objective view that you were hoping for may be a little bit askew. And so a lot of listeners come in. We certainly enjoy and appreciate our listeners coming in, but we don't have the history of family ties or friend ties. And I think our objectivity can lend itself to maybe a little bit more clarity on the issue. And I think sometimes, Pat, it's easy to encourage others by saying, well, everything will be okay, because the reality is even though friends and family might want to appear to be experts, none of us really are. This whole world of finance in the world today is is so often complex and confusing. If any of our listeners have ever traveled overseas to Europe or to Central or South America, many parts of the world in big cities, you'll see spots where a multiplicity of streets all kind of converge together. I'm not talking about a cross-section of two streets. I'm talking about seven or eight streets that all come together and then meet in a circle. And if you've ever stood and watched traffic, it is absolutely amazing. And you see what seems to be just a cacophony of noise and confusion. And I suppose in many respects, that explains what's going on in the world of money today. We begin to add all of these things together, and all of a sudden, we're back to the financial equivalent of all of these streets intersecting in one large circle. And a lot of folks are afraid to even cross the street for fear they're going to get run over. Yeah, we just had a listener come in uh, last week, Craig, and he aptly named the person in his office. He called him the brainiac in the office that was giving everybody advice on what to do for their 401k because he was a very magnanimous and likable, lovable guy. A lot of people listened to this person and this person didn't have any experience. He was just a very affectatious kind of guy. He was a lot of charisma. And my point is he was giving out financial advice that was not looking at the underpinnings of the way the financial planning world worked, but because of his influence and his style was able to influence a fair number of other employees And they got online and changed their 401ks and did exactly what the herd mentality was suggesting, which was wrong. Point of him coming and telling me this story is that he also was subject to that influence. And he admitted candidly to me that, you know, this person, while he's likable, was really not qualified to make those kind of recommendations, but did influence a fair number of people. And sadly now, no doubt, many of these folks are paying the price. And, And I suspect, Pat, that's probably just as bad as the individual who establishes a 401k and then leaves 
leaves that job and moves on to another one and forgets the old one behind. Well, now at your new job, you establish yet another 401k, but folks are busy. We're taking care of careers and families and all the responsibility of uh, day-to-day living. It's easy to kind of put on the back burner events that we're planning for that for some folks might be 10, 15, 20, 30 years down the road. But in allowing our retirement savings to kind of sit there unmanaged, I suppose, Pat, it's just as bad as taking advice from your barber or somebody who really doesn't understand the economy and is sort of treating it just like a roulette wheel. We're hungry for all kinds of information, and we all want to think there's a get-rich-quick scheme. There's there's some quick corner we can turn to, you know, to get to that million-dollar number tomorrow, and sadly, there isn't. So it's not a question of the gray matter. We're all, you know, we're all fairly intelligent people, but we all are looking to um, short-circuit some of this hard work that we have to live through. But again, I would caution listeners, if it sounds too good to be true, guess what? It probably is. Somebody commented to me the other day, Pat, about their surprise that we're already one quarter way through the new year and how fast time really seems to fly. And I guess that's especially true the older we get. With that thought in mind, it's easy for us to think what we're going to do tomorrow or this weekend or a week from now. But thinking long term, to be able to have the vision to think beyond five to 10 years to 20 years out is a difficult thing to do. Yet I suspect when it comes to saving for retirement, critically important. And the reality, Craig, is that if we even have the fictional idea still of 65 being the age of retirement, whether it be 65 or 70, most folks, in fact, statistically, 92% of the time, one of the two, whether it's a husband and wife, will live to age 92. And so we've got to have the reality that we've got to live a long time. And the question is, and the challenge is, is our portfolio designed to last that many more years? Just incredible how when you look around, 70 and 80-year-olds are not old. They're still jogging. They're playing golf. They're playing tennis. We've got to be prepared to live a whole lot longer and have the vibrancy to want to do things. The reality of it is many folks will have the energy and motivation to continue to travel or or do fun things. And guess what? All those things cost money. So clearly we're living longer and the cost to live longer is going up, particularly with the spike in double-digit inflation that we've seen in the cost of medical care in recent years. And so these factors all come together to say it's critically important today to plan for tomorrow, to have that vision that takes you beyond next week to next month to next year to 5, 10, 15, even 20 years down the road. A lot of folks feel confused. They don't know where to begin. They say, gee, I I recognize I need to be doing something. I've established a 401k, but I really don't understand how to manage it. How do I even go about determining, Pat, how much I'll need to retire? You know what's amazing, Craig? We are, a lot of listeners come in for our no-obligation consultation. And within an hour, we have an 85 by 11 crisp, clean sheet of paper really designed and looking at their entire asset base. And amazingly, in almost every case, Craig, people walk out and say, wow, I didn't realize I had this much net worth. Because they've got old 401ks, they've got money at the credit union, they've got an IRA here, a Roth there. They've got savings, they've got bonds, uh, e-bonds in their bottom drawer. And when we tally all that up and they say, wow, I'm in pretty good shape. And yes, I do have an opportunity to retire at that point in time when they want to. So in in many cases, it's kind of a disjointed, non-comprehensive view of their financial life. And what we do is wrap our arms around all those dangling pieces and put it all together in a crisp, clean net worth statement and arrive at some income assumptions 
albeit conservative as they might be, it's amazing. They sit back in the chair in my office and they say, wow, this is pretty good news. And it's not fiction. It's real. They bring their statements in, Craig, and we do a quick summary. And an hour later, it's pretty revealing opportunity. To take advantage of that complimentary financial health and retirement plan review that Pat spoke of just a moment ago, why not call toll-free 888-PLAN-WISE. That's 888-PLAN-WISE. Easier still, you can schedule your appointment conveniently online by going to don'tinvestandforget.com. That's don'tinvestandforget.com. In addition to scheduling your appointment online, you'll also find a number of resources available through the Investor Education tab, including articles and topics such as what we've discussed today on the program. Again, that's don'tinvestandforget.com to get more information or to schedule your complimentary appointment in any of the Bay Area offices of Vitucci and Associates. Don'tinvestandforget.com. They say that life is full of surprises, and that's certainly true. They can be good surprises like weddings and anniversaries and birthdays, baby showers, and then sometimes they can be not-so-good surprises like when you get into a fender bender on the freeway or the doctor calls and says the diagnosis looks pretty significant or even still when a loved one unexpectedly passes away. You never know exactly what surprise is going to come your way or when, And so the prudent person understands it's important to be ready. Do you expect your house to burn down tomorrow? Probably not, but you still carry house insurance just in case of the possibility. Well, certainly that wisdom in terms of being prepared for those unexpected surprises should really grow across the board, and most importantly, when it comes to protecting your financial life. And Pat, I know that for a lot of folks, this kind of seems to be a boring topic, and probably so, and yet... Nothing sadder than to hear a story of someone who's run into a very big surprise for which they were not properly prepared. Yeah, insurance is not an exciting topic. And please don't turn off your radio because we're going to talk about this unexciting topic. But there are surprises in life and we all love the good ones. But sadly, uh, when they're bad ones, and I can tell you a real story. We had a listener call just recently and a couple came in, and they were all excited. He retired, and after many years, he took the big pension, and he took the, the choice of the biggest paycheck he can get each month. And when he dies, the spouse is entitled to zero because he was very confident. His mom lived to 95. His dad was still alive. Hey, he's going to live a long, long time. And so... Literally 90% of their income was based on this pension. No life insurance, no long-term care, no trust. A year later, sadly, the gentleman passes away. And we try to encourage him to take option two, which would have given his spouse 75% of the pension money for the rest of her life. But he was having no way with that. He wanted the big monthly check. And the woman did a wonderful job of raising four Great kids, very successful family, but no real marketable business skills. So the story gets sadder. She had to, A, sell the house because now she can't afford the house. B, she's got to find a job as a retail clerk. We know the pay on a retail clerk is quite modest. The story gets uglier, but not to depress anyone. Had he had a life insurance policy, number one, 
Number two, had he selected the right pension option, all would have protected and had his surviving spouse continue to live in the lifestyle they grew accustomed to. So, sad story. Again, nobody wants to buy insurance, but we have to. Whether your home is not protected adequately, and I got to tell you, we disturb people when they come in and say, okay, how much insurance do you have on your house? And they haven't looked at it for a lot of years, and we know what the value of homes has escalated to, and the replacement costs are significantly higher than perhaps your coverage. So I would encourage folks to call their property and casualty agent and say, give me an evaluation, and what's my replacement cost? I want to make sure I've got the right protection. How about auto insurance? Do you have the right level of coverage? If you've got some deep pockets and you get into an accident, whether it's your fault or not, attorneys will find your assets out there. So I would encourage you to increase your coverage. An umbrella package. After all is said and done, when all the other limits of your policies are reached, an umbrella policy kicks in. A million dollar umbrella policy seems like a lot of money. But if you get a two or three or four million dollar policy, it's mere hundreds of dollars more per year in premium. In this litigious world we live in, I would encourage our listeners to get a higher limit umbrella policy. I call it a good night's sleep policy. For a couple hundred bucks, you double or triple your coverage. And it's all predicated on your net worth. So look at your net worth and then acclimate an umbrella policy around that. Health insurance, another topic. We, we don't need to go into that. You, you probably have adequate coverage either through your employer or if you're self-employed. You know the kind of deductible you've bought into. Not a fun premium to look at. We've seen premiums escalate double digits for the last many years. A disability insurance. If you are disabled in any way and can't work, what happens to your ability to continue making your mortgage payment, feeding your children, paying for all the other things you've, you've, you've got to look at? If you're laid up for three, six, nine months or a year, whatever, a cheapy disability coverage can really help out. And, of course, life insurance. You know, we're all going to die someday. We hope we're 100 years old when we die. But accidents happen. Illnesses happen. You want to make sure you have enough protection to have your family live in the lifestyle they've grown accustomed. So whether she's the breadwinner, she needs the adequate protection to replace her income. If he's the major breadwinner, you need to price out a life insurance policy. And whether you get cash value, whether you get term policy, it's all driven by what you're trying to accomplish, but our, our team of professionals can give you some recommendations on life insurance as well. So I apologize for the boring lecture about insurance, but I got to tell you, there are real stories we get every day, Craig, that people call up and ask about this. And the other thing I, wa- I want to point out, if, if we're talking about life insurance or like a long-term care policy, who are the beneficiaries? We've had calls in the past many years, an old life insurance policy still had the beneficiary of an ex-wife or an ex-husband. The owner of the policy dies, and guess what? The ex-wife or ex-husband gets the proceeds. No way of fixing it. He's gone, she's gone. So make sure your beneficiary designations are exactly where you want them to be. Be diligent. Pull those old policies out and make sure they still express your wishes. Time is certainly of the essence here, isn't it too, Pat? And I ask that question because so often we, we begin thinking about these things when we're kind of ready to head into the, you know, bring the car back into the barn, as they say, and we're thinking about retirements around the corner, so let's make sure that all of our ducks are in a row. 
But aren't there enormous penalties if you come in very late, for example, when it comes to purchasing long-term care insurance or maybe wait and try to buy life insurance and suddenly you find out, well, there's a health concern here or there, and as a result, you either don't qualify or the premiums are outrageous? Yeah, well, you know, you can't call your house insurance agent and buy insurance because your house is on fire. It's kind of too late, right? Same is true with health insurance. If you get a diagnosis, then therefore it's a pre-existing condition, and then you apply for health insurance or long-term care coverage, that nursing home coverage. You're not going to be eligible, or the premiums will be so prohibitive that you're not going to want to buy it. Stuff happens. Insurance is all about giving the liability to somebody else, i.e. an insurance company. Whether you're buying long-term care insurance, health insurance, you're buying the protection, you're trading the liability to an insurance company for that comfort of the coverage, whether it's life insurance, long-term care, or your annuity income stream. Any of those combinations can be right for anybody out there. You kind of have to diagnose what coverage you want to absorb yourself. I'm going to take this on myself. I can handle it. Or no, I want to give that liability to a giant insurance company that's A-plus rated and been doing it for a couple hundred years, that's the choice. And people say, oh, I'm not paying premiums to an insurance company. That's okay. You don't have to. But if you're going to absorb that exposure, you've got to be prepared for the consequences of handling that liability yourself and not handing it off to an insurance company. Now, if you need some help determining exactly where some of the shortfalls may be, in your overall liability and your exposure. Because let's face it, at the end of the day, you've worked very hard, your spouse has worked hard to accumulate this wealth that you're expecting to carry you comfortably to and through retirement. So you want to make sure that all those decades of hard work and all that investing is protected. For some insights, feel free to set up a complimentary appointment in any of the Bay Area offices of Vitucci and Associates. Never any cost or obligation, just an opportunity for about an hour to sit down with a member of the Vitucci and Associates advisory team, take a look at where your needs are, and then help you ascertain whether or not there are any shortfalls and what can most ideally be done to make sure you are most protected. To schedule your appointment, simply go online to don'tinvestandforget.com. That's don'tinvestandforget.com, or you can call toll-free, 888-PLAN-WISE, 888-PLAN-WISE, or once again, don'tinvestandforget.com. You've been listening to Don't Invest and Forget with author and investment advisor Pat Fatucci. To gain more information about any of the topics discussed on today's program or to schedule your appointment for a no-obligation financial plan tune-up in one of the Bay Area's offices of Proxy Freedom near you, go to don'tinvestandforget.com. That's don'tinvestandforget.com. Or call 888-PLAN-WISE. That's 888-P-L-A-N-W-I-S-E. Or visit don'tinvestandforget.com. You've been listening to Don't Invest and Forget with author and investment advisor Pat Fatucci. To gain more information about any of the topics discussed on today's program or to schedule your appointment for a no-obligation financial plan tune-up in one of the Bay Area offices of Proxy Freedom near you, go to don'tinvestandforget.com. That's don'tinvestandforget.com. Or call 888-PLAN-WISE. That's 888-P-L-A-N-W-I-S-E. Or visit don'tinvestandforget.com. 
The views and opinions expressed are based on current economic and market conditions and are subject to change. All investing involves risk, including the potential for loss of principal. Program guests and Craig Roberts not affiliated with Proxy Freedom. Information provided for illustrative purposes only does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information obtained from sources deemed reliable, but accuracy and completeness not guaranteed. Proxy Freedom has no liability for information discussed. Consult with qualified investment, tax, or legal professional prior to taking action. Securities and advisory services offered through United Planners Financial Services. Member FINRA, SIPC, Proxy Freedom, and United Planners Financial Services are not affiliated.